All right, looks like we are recording. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast. Today, you guys are stuck with me. Uh, it's a very low-key night tonight. Basically, what we're doing is going to do another Q&A for you guys. Uh, basically, I put out on my Facebook and Instagram page, the Serious Angler page, um, different questions you guys might have that you want answered. Um, today, the podcast, uh, my host for today, who I was supposed to have on, this episode you guys are hearing on a Friday. Um, unfortunately, we could not work out the time. Uh, things came up and unfortunately did not work out. Uh, but we're going to be having them on next week. Um, but a couple different things going on today. I'm going to do some announcements for you guys, a couple of shout outs, and then we're going to get into the Q&A of the podcast today. Uh, not a crazy long podcast. It'll probably be about 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Uh, I tried to get Andrew on tonight, but unfortunately his technology failed him. <laughs> unfortunately. So uh, you guys are stuck with me. Uh, today we got some craziest, craziness in New York. We have uh, so I had some storms roll through. So it's uh, some people have their power out. There's some craziness going on. But um, you know, my thoughts go out to those down south, uh, Louisiana, Texas, um, those who are affected uh, by Hurricane Laura, I believe it's called. I think it's Laura. Um, but the hurricane that's rolling through down south, there's a lot being affected. It's not really being covered a lot right now, as much as it should. Uh, there's a lot of things going on right now in our country, in our world. That It's a lot of madness, but my thoughts go out to you guys. Please stay safe. If there's anything you guys need, please know that you have a place to stay up here. Please reach out. Please reach out to anybody. Um, just you know, Don't be afraid to ask for help, especially in a time of need. Um, and, and guys, I don't like to get political in this podcast whatsoever. I don't like politics. I hate politics. Um, and I'm not going to get into politics, but I do want to say is if you have something that you enjoy, that you cherish, that you appreciate, whether it be, you know, whether it be fishing or whether it be family, um, whatever that might be, hold on to it, cherish it, appreciate it. Because I think there's a lot of hate going on in our world today. A lot of it too much of it and uh there's not a lot a lot of love you know a more love less hate i think that's a model that needs to be um spread wild right now because there's too much hate going on um you know it's it's one of those times where you tell your loved ones you love them because it's i hate to get all down on you guys right now but it seems like every corner i turn it's you know especially when you look at social media you go on twitter instagram the, especially when you turn on the news, it just seems like there's one depressing thing after another. And, uh, and they all kind of add up. So today um, I'm going to talk fishing, get away from all the negative banter there. But uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, if there's anything you guys want to talk about, you want somebody to talk to about, you know, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I don't care if it's fishing. I don't care if it's life. I don't care if it's freaking – I don't know, paper mache, whatever the hell it is. I'm always down to chat. Um, so if you guys need anything, please feel free to reach out on the Serious Angler uh, or my personal page, uh, which I have a uh, link down below. Feel free to reach out. And that same goes for Andrew. Andrew is very a very chatty dude. He talks a lot. <laughs> but Andrew is a very good friend of mine. He's probably one of my best friends. Um, and there's a reason why he's one of my best friends, because uh, he's a very good dude. And you, he's very... Uh, open to being a resource if you guys need to talk. So feel free to reach out. Enough of that. Um, back to some more positive stuff. Um, 
today we're going to go over a bunch of stuff like i mentioned with the q a um quick first here i wanted to share the screen with you guys um right here with the flw the the tournament going on the, the championship they have their title i want to give a quick shout out to uh to gray buck and matt becker who are folks that i've had on the podcast they are both in their respective top 10 groups going into the final day for the for the knockout round um i believe that's yes uh so good luck to you guys Hope you guys smash them. I know I have sent you guys messages over social media, but good luck to you guys. Hope you guys smash them. Um, there's not a lot going on right now for, for Bass and MLF. MLF has their cups coming up later on this year. Uh, and Bass, obviously, will start up again uh, first week of October. I believe it's October 8th. So we have a little while of, uh, of no fishing besides FLW at the moment. Um, so that being said, more time for fishing videos and podcasts. Um, there is a lot of good stuff being put out on the YouTube YouTube game right now. Uh, a couple different people that I could shout out, um, but I won't waste you guys' time with that because I'm sure you guys don't follow them, follow along. Um, but more time for podcasts. And one thing I want to tell you guys is on Monday, Monday Night Live, uh, we're having on Kyle Welcher, a rookie on the Bassmaster Elite Series. We're going to have Kyle Welcher on, Andrew and I. We're going to talk with him for a while about a bunch of different stuff. Um, and if you guys are listening on a podcast application, I really, I really invite you on Monday nights at 7.30 Eastern PM. Um, I always post about it on the social media. We do a live podcast on the YouTube channel, the Serious Angler YouTube channel. Um, if you guys have noticed, I have actually changed the name of my YouTube channel. It is not Ibert Outdoors anymore. It is now the Serious Angler YouTube channel. Uh, because I'll be posting primarily only podcasts. I'm getting away from the YouTube videos um, because, as I mentioned on this podcast before, that I do those because I enjoy them. But they started becoming a chore and uh, different little things here and there, and it, it just wasn't something I wanted to do anymore. Uh, I told myself once it started to become a chore and it's not something I was doing out of enjoyment, I would stop. So uh, I, I might start up again later. I might not. Uh, but for now, I enjoy the podcast, and it's something I'm going to move forward with. So it is now the Serious Angler YouTube channel. Uh, so guys, go down below. Uh, if you'd like to follow along, you guys can subscribe, watch any past po podcasts. We, we do these share screen deals where you guys can be interactive, ask questions, uh, the whole nine yards. Um, I highly recommend you guys uh, tuning into that as well. Not saying I don't want you to listen on the podcast apps. It's great for when you're on the road uh, and such things when you're at work. Um, but if you're not doing anything on a Monday night, I highly recommend you come join us for the live podcast. Uh, so next thing, a uh, quick shout out to Douglas Outdoors. Um, Andrew and I will be putting these high quality and premium rods to the, hopefully to their test on Sunday as we have a derb on the Niagara River out here in Buffalo, Western New York Bassmaster Tournament uh, on the Niagara River, chasing some, hopefully some big sack of smallies. So I'm excited for that. Um, it's always good to get out with Andrew. So hopefully we're gonna go get after him. So it should be fun. Thank you, Douglas Outdoors. We will put in. We'll probably be putting the 610 to work. Um, I think the the rods I'll have in my hands most all day probably a 610, 724, and a few few others that I won't list because um, I know I got some sneaky people out there. But uh, yeah, the so drop shot rods probably gonna be in my hand with the majority of the day. Um, as well as a queen tackle, uh, some tungsten that I'll be using for my drop shots, 
Um, but Queen Tungsten, I want to give a, a huge shout out to because they are sponsoring the podcast um, and they are working with us on some projects coming up uh, for 2021 that I'm pretty excited to announce to you guys at a later date. Um, unfortunately, you have to wait for that one, but huge shout out to Queen Tackle. Um, if you guys would like to get in some premium flipping jigs, football jigs, finesse football jigs, which are super, super cool. Um, they make some in some goby colors. So you northern boys or people coming up to the north, if you want some juice, you got to go check out these Queen Tackle. They're called the peanut heads, but they're essentially a finesse football head. Go check them out. Uh, there's some different terminal tackle that they, they make, some switchblades. Go get you guys some. If you would like to get into them at a discounted price, you can use code SERIOUSANGLER20. I'll put it up right here. All lowercase, no spaces, SERIOUSANGLER20. Uh, if you guys want to get 20% off at checkout. So thank you again to Green Tackle. And also a huge shout-out to Amped Outdoors, who is playing a huge part in the projects I mentioned earlier. So huge shout-out to Amped Outdoors, Lithium Batteries, probably the best-performing and most affordable lithium battery uh, on the market. Um, huge shout out to Matt, the owner over there. Him and I have been working together about a lot on a lot of things. Uh, I run the social media over there, and uh, it's pretty cool to see Amped grow. Uh, so huge shout out to Matt and Amped Outdoors. Uh, everything we linked down below, guys, for these for our sponsors. If you guys want to go check them out, get yourself some. I highly recommend it. Um, let's see what coming up on the show. There's a couple people lined up. Uh, we have Nathan Ragsdale, who's a former college angler. Uh, also works in the industry. We have Justin Lucas coming on, uh, Scott Dobson. Um, obviously, like I mentioned, Kyle Welcher's coming on Monday night. Uh, there's a bunch of people that are in the works right now that are going to be getting on the show. Um, but if you guys ever have recommendations or somebody who you'd like to see on the show, um, please feel free to message me on social media. I'd love to hear different recommendations, referrals, who you guys would like to see. So I think that about does it for our shout outs and uh, the different announcements that we have going on. So without further ado, we're gonna get into these questions here. And like I said, I put this on my social media and uh, see what questions you guys would like answered. So the first question that I received was, what is your favorite smallmouth and largemouth bait by season? So I'm gonna break this up obviously between species, so smallmouth, I'll start with smallmouth. Um, I'm going to start with spring because that's the easiest for me. Um, and I'm not going to go with what I think is the most effective for catching numbers. But I think for if you're looking for pure size, you're going for, for bigger fish, I think you can't beat a football jig. I think that's just how you catch big fish. Uh, it's just <laughs> – um, and, and that, can, that can change – per body of water, but I think my favorite big fish bait for smallmouth is it's a football jig, and that comes just because my PB came off of a football jig. Um, but I think to rival that, um, a swim bait or a – I'm not talking like a big swim bait. I'm talking like a like a ball head with a three-, four-inch Kytec. Um, also a trap. I do like a rattle trap. That can be very low-key for uh, some smallmouth, uh, depending on how you use it. So I like those a lot. Into the summer, it's a drop shot. Drop shot or a tube, pretty much I won't throw too much else for those. I mean, you can throw Ned rigs, uh, but my favorite is a drop shot. I love finding them on the graph. I love dropping on them. Um, that's probably my favorite for summer. Uh, fall fishing has not, some, been, not been something that – excuse me, guys. 
Ugh, I don't know why I'm tired. Um, fall fishing is something that I probably have the least experience in when it comes to smallmouth. Um, so what I would say for that, I'd probably go with an A-rig um, just because I have caught smallmouth out in Indiana in the fall, um, and most of my good fish have come off of an Alabama rig. So A-rig for sure, without a doubt, as of right now, and I'm sure that'll stick it's coming up this fall. Now, I've never fished for smallmouth through the ice, never. Uh, I know there's places we can do it. Uh, I just have not done that myself, so I have no answer for you. Um, but there is a season that not many people count out or count in, but there's a season that I will – oh, my gosh. Oh, keep going. Excuse me. Uh, that I will credit, and it's the winter to spring where there's the ice out until um, – kind of where a lot of people start getting back on the water where it gets a little bit warm enough. Um, that's probably, I would say, from ice out to, like, let's say, a mid-April. I would say my favorite bait by far for smallmouth is a blade bait. Not only is it a lot of fun because they throttle that thing, but it works. You catch a giant, oh, my gosh, I cannot control my yawns right now. But, yeah, a blade bait. Is probably one of my, my favorites by far. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. So that covers smallmouth, largemouth. We'll go in the same order. Largemouth, my favorite springtime baits for largemouth would have to be a rattle trap. Just the way that they hit that thing is a whole lot of fun. I love cranking. So a rattle trap, I'd say rattle trap or like a medium diving crankbait. Um, I take that back. I love burning a square bill. That is a whole lot of fun. So, yeah, I'll probably say a rattle trap or a square bill. <laughs> That's that. Uh, you can't get enough of that. Cranking by is so much fun. Now, when it comes to the summer, my favorite bait for a largemouth in the summer, and it's a very, very close race, but I love a topwater, specifically a spook. I love when they chase a spook down. I do love flipping. I love flipping jigs. Uh, I love finessing fish, but I, you can't beat a topwater. You really can't. Um, so topwater, I think, is probably by far my favorite. Oh, my gosh, guys. I'm so sorry. I apologize for my own. Um, but a topwater spook, uh, like, a, like a four to six inch, like a mag style Zara spook is probably one of my favorite. Always in bone. That's always my color. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's my confidence color. I, I can't use anything else. It's weird. I've used some black like pencil poppers and bluegill pencil poppers and stuff like that, and I've had luck, but nothing as good as like a a mag spook and in bone. When it comes to the fall, I like a chatterbait. I like a swimbait. Um, you can never beat a jig drop shot. Um, yeah, but I think for me. It's going to be a chatterbait. I like a chat, like a shad-colored chatterbait because that's really what they're feeding up on in the fall um, for largemouth. I've gotten on some pretty good largemouth around here in the fall. Not many days I fish for them in the fall, but I've gone out a few times. Uh, I come home during my college days, and I go after them. Um, got us a pretty good largemouth on a chatterbait. So and then the winter, I've actually caught some largemouth through the ice, and those have come on some tungsten jigs with some tiny little plastics from Amped Outdoors. Amped Outdoors, here you go, guys. Tungsten ice jigs. 
get yourself some at Amped Outdoors as long. He also sells plastics. So shout out to them because I use those all winter when I was learning how to ice fish and I was catching some largemouth. And then I would say that period I told you guys went to ice out to like mid-April, however you want to call it. Largemouth, my favorite bait would definitely be something I've, I've really gotten heavy into the past season or two, and that's throwing a swim bait, like a, a 2.8 to a 3.8 on a ball head jig, creeping that thing. Um, that's probably one of my favorites and most effective. Now, my next question I got from you guys is how to break down shallow water versus deeper water. So I'll start with shallow water because it's very visual. Um, so obviously when you're shallow, you're going to be looking for structure. You're going to look for laydowns. You're going to look for grass. You're going to look for different grass patterns, whether it be changes in grass or different types of species of grass or whether it's a cutout, holes, peninsulas, um, a bunch of different things can happen with, with grass. But you're, you're really looking for structure. You're trying to see patterns. You're going to try a multitude of things. And then you're going to base your bites off what is going on. And then you're going to be looking where, trying to figure out that pattern from that bite and try to replicate it around, along several areas, stretches, whatever that may be. Shallow can be very simple, but yet can be also overwhelming depending on what you're doing. Um, so I, for me, I run a lot of stuff. I try a lot, a lot of different things until I start getting bites that are on. And I try to replicate that pattern to make that something consistent, if that makes sense. Now, when it comes to deep water, for me, breaking down deep water, I think is a more simpler process. It's just a lot more work. There's a couple of factors I think are important in breaking down deeper water. And it takes a lot of preparation, I think, of out of the water first, at least for me. And it's looking at maps, navionics, whatever your mapping might be, trying to determine areas that they might be sitting up on that time of year. And then trying to figure out what that time of year. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. And then with that time of year, what bait forage they're going to be feeding up on. And then therefore you're going to go out there and you're going to use your electronics to see not only one if there's fish there, but if there's structure down there that the fish can relate to, if there's bait fish there. And then therefore then that's when you break out your rods and reels and you try to find you try to find and catch those fish. So it's more of a lot of, of searching, looking, using electronics, trying to find those fish before you actually make a cast. And that's essentially how I break down deeper water. And then with that, if I find something that works, I look around in that, you know, that situation that I just caught fishing on in that kind of realm. And then I try to translate that into other areas on that same body of water where I think if they're sitting up there, then they'll sit up here. You know, if I caught them this way, this is how they're reacting. This is how they're setting up. They'll set up the same way over here, if that makes any sense. And that's going to be, that's going to vary with who you talk to. Uh, but essentially, that's how I do it. Um, but we shall see. My last question. Didn't get many, many questions today, um, which is probably good because I keep yawning. And I'm sure you guys don't like it. But my last question was, what snacks do you like on the water? And that's a super interesting question. And I think it's actually pretty funny, but uh, for me, it kind of, it varies, but I've got, I used to always bring out coffee. 
I have definitely gotten away from coffee. And I'm sure you guys can guess the reason why, because there's a lot of exiting the kayak <laughs> midday for or early morning for specific reasons that I'm sure you can you can just understand. Um, so I've actually I've gotten to just bringing multiple body uh, bottles of water. Sometimes I'll bring an energy drink, uh, like a Bang or Red Bull or whatever. Um, but lots of waters. Um, on days where I know it's going to be really hot and I'm out there a long day, I'll bring out Pedialytes because those kind of help you keep you a little bit more hydrated. Um, but my one of my favorite snacks on the water is, uh, I believe they're called P3s. Let me, let me see if I can look them up here. Uh, if you guys ever seen them at gas stations, they're just like the three little compartmented protein packs. Let's see, P3 protein pack. Yeah, so if you guys are watching this, you, you can see what I'm looking at. Yeah, P3 Portable Protein Pack. I, I love these things. I'll bring out a few of them, and uh, those seem to last me the majority of the day. Uh, so I love those. You cannot go wrong. Cheese. Uh, this is the ones, actually, that I, I buy, and it's the, the Turkey Almonds and Colby Jack Cheese. Cannot go wrong with that. So I generally bring those out. I'll bring a granola bar or protein bars, like the Gatorade protein bars. I'll bring out, um, port, uh, you know, some peanut butter sandwiches. Nothing really crazy. Um, but message me your guys' favorite snack. I feel like I've definitely asked this before, and I put it on my Instagram. I think it was last week. I've got some crazy stuff, like some shrimp cocktails people bring out. I think that, you're, you're at a five-star restaurant. I think it was Steve Mui. So, Steve, you're listening to this, dude. I don't know why you're bringing a shrimp cocktail on your boat. You know, five star whining and dining out on the on the boat, but that's usually what I bring out. Nothing too crazy. Try to keep it simple, keep it cheap. I'm a broke college kid. Well, former college kid. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I've, I've ever brought out. But a lot of people said PB and J's in that answer. They'll say bag of chips or kind of different things like that. Nothing crazy. A lot of beef jerky, which I totally understand that one. But that's gonna about do it for today, guys. Um, obviously not a lot of questions. Um, make sure you guys submit some questions that you guys want for a Q and a, uh, cause I'll have Andrew on him and myself. will go through, we'll make these podcasts a little bit longer for you guys. Um, but obviously, as I mentioned in today's podcast, things, uh, timing didn't work out. Things came up. So unfortunately we couldn't make it work, which I apologize to you guys on because it was going to be a pretty awesome guest and, uh, we'll, we'll get it worked out and we'll get it going for next week or the week, week after. So. Things that are coming up for me, obviously, Andrew and I have a derb on Niagara River Sunday. Uh, but next weekend, I have the Bass Nation Kayak Series uh, New York State Championship at Oneida Lake on Saturday, which I will be competing in. I have been putting in some work out there, um, and we're going to see how it goes. But I have that on Saturday, and if I do well, if I get in the top five, or top, 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 top five or top 10% of that derb, then uh, I will be qualified for the national championship, which is in conjunction with the Bassmaster Classic. So I will, if I make the top five or top 10%, then I will be qualified to go down to Texas. And I have not announced the lake yet, but I essentially would be competing in a lake in Texas 
um, near Ray Roberts, which is where the Classics going to be held, and competing to be on the Classic stage for a national championship uh, with the Bass Nation Kayak Series. So pretty cool, uh, pretty cool opportunity. I'm definitely putting in a lot of mental aptitude and physical uh, <laughs> strength, strenuous. It's it's obviously getting too late for me, but I've been putting in a lot of physical work and mental aptitude to prepare for the tournament next weekend that I'm really excited for. And uh, we're going to get out next week for a couple of days and practice again. Um, I'm not worried about the payouts. It's not what I'm worried about here for this, this tournament. It's something I want to qualify for. It's just something I want to do, pursue, and I want to make the national championship, and I want to go down, and I want to compete against the best because that's where the best are going to be. So I'm excited for that. Um, so hopefully I'll do well. Hopefully I'll come back to you guys on Monday Night Live with some good news, but we're going to knock on wood now and not worry about that and take it one bite at a time on Saturday. Hopefully weather permits, knock on wood again, and uh, we'll grind it out and see what happens. But looking forward to that. Um, if you guys have any cool events, any questions, comments, concerns whatsoever, um, you guys can reach out to me on social media. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any, anything else like that, please feel free to leave a review. I would very, very appreciate that. Um, as well as if you're watching on, t on YouTube, please subscribe and like this video. I would appreciate that sincerely. Comment down below in the video. Uh, again, if you want to reach out for questions or anything like that. So thank you, guys. That's going to do it today. Uh, we're on almost 26 minutes here. Uh, I told you guys about 30 minutes, so close enough. And, uh, yeah, Monday Night Live, Kyle Welcher. I hope to see you guys there. It's going to be an awesome one. Bring your questions. Uh, get ready to party. It's going to be fun. Thank you guys again for watching and listening. We'll see you guys next time. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.